Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Cheap Trails. I'm your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming. Well, guys, listen. Um, I'm a, I'm in a bit of a pickle. Um, I know that we're supposed to be talking about um some major gaming news this week, and so we're going to do it off the cuff. Um. Square Enix held their um Square Enix present. So it was like a little minor event and God I don't want <laughs> Okay, here's the thing guys Number one I completely forgot <laughs> I know I know it snuck up on me, but I was actually able to catch it live. I was like, what, what is all these notifications coming from? Project Athia. Um, it's officially called Forspoken. This game looks beautiful. Um, it's that luminous. Hey! Okay, so do you remember when the um, PS5 demo, maybe it wasn't a PS5 demo. I remember there was like this demo that came out, I think it was Epic. It reminds me of that, it looks beautiful. Now, I'm not gonna lie, I I want a little bit more information, but I'm checking it out. It looks interesting. Um, that game is looking to be released in 2022. So this game said plenty of time to, you know, bake and hopefully everything is where it needs to be. Marvel Adventures. For the PS5. Okay, some of the highlights. Hawkeye was shown as a preview. Um, including cloning labs and some um, new hubs where you can better enemies and better bosses and stuff like that. Like, it's, it, you can see it on YouTube. And then, after they saw this... Then they had Black Panther. Black Panther. Which arrived later in the year. 
when I saw this, when I saw this, I said right in the air, this is an afterthought. This is an afterthought. They were not trying to put this in there, but, and I say all this to say, I don't know if they will be able to savage this game with the PS5 and the um, Xbox series. I don't see them recovering from this. And how do they, uh, hold on, there's a, they ha- okay, let me, okay, so they tweeted this out. How to migrate your saves from PS4s to PS5. This is from their official account. Launch the fully patched PS4 version and go to the save migration tab on the main menu to initiate the upload. Once the migration is done, launch the PS5 version where you'll be prompt to download said data. Even if you have the PS4 and PS5 version of the game on the same console, save migration is necessary to boot the save of the PS5 version. You'll need to download the latest update for the PS4 version so that you can download the PS5 version if you're running the version of the PS4 game that is that has not been updated, you won't see the save migration table and you won't, not table, but tab, and won't be able to transfer the save file. This is complicated, but it may be simpler in practice. It's an afterthought. If you like it, I love it. If you like it, fine. Life is Strange kind of like took center, it took center stage. This is just my opinion. Um, Life is Strange True Colors will be released September 10th, 2021. And this brand new game follows the story of Alex Chen, a young woman with psychic powers of empathy. While there are chapter breaks, this would not be episodic. This would not be an episodic game, and the full game story will be be released at once. You remember, like the last one, Life is Strange was episodic. And then after they announced that, they said that Life is Strange Remaster, which arrives in fall 2021. I imagine this game, the remaster, to be released, if not a couple of weeks or a month before the the release of True Colors. And that will be including Life is Strange and Life is Strange Before the Storms. Oh, it'll be in September too. And if you get the Ultimate Edition, you'll probably get all three. 
Whiters was the first thing shown. I... It was a six-minute deep dive into what this game is. You know, here's the thing. And this is just hearsay. Pay me no mind. Well, pay me some mind. But, um... Okay. <laughs> Number one, this game, Outriders, is coming to Game Pass day one. Incredible. That's... Incredible, but here's the thing. I don't think Square Enix has a lot of faith in this game. I think a lot of people who played this game and this demo of this game, which is out now, um, I don't think that they're getting good feedback from this game. And they decided to just give it to Xbox Game Pass because they don't see these numbers coming out. I... When it comes out, I I will download this game and I will give it a good two weeks just to see what it's about. Because to be honest with you guys, I don't know it. All I know is it's a looter shooter. And I know that there's, um, you can spec it out. And it's weird because I should be knowing this thing. Cause you guys come to me for information, yeah? But, I'm just not that interested. But what got me interested is that it's going to be released day and date of, on Game Pass. Now, I, I subscribe to Game Pass. So, this incentivized me to try it out. Tomb Raider Survivor Trilogy was officially announced. Here's the thing. I was looking at... I was on um, Game Pass earlier today. Um, I saw it. I saw the trilogy. And it's like 20 bucks. It's like 20 bucks. Um, and they're celebrating the 20... Anniversary. Hey guys, can you last week when I was talking about this game? I was saying this game is like five dollars, and I still don't want to buy. I still don't want to play it. I I have no idea as to why I don't want to play this game. I don't know. I don't know. But um. The most interesting thing is, is that I am playing Lara Croft or Fortnite. And they had announced that um, the Croft Manor, which is in, um, will be arriving in Fortnite Creative Mode next week. And there will also be a Tomb Raider cookbook that will help celebrate Tomb Raider's 25th anniversary. Just Cause Mobile trailer was revealed. Not much on that. Project Hitman Sniper. This is all mobile. Um, AR Space Invaders, Invaders mobile game is in development. 
but now in Wonder World gets a new call art trailer before lunch. And you know that's next week. Uh, Bubble Bobble for Friends. That will be coming to the PC via Steam. And you play with your friends in co-ops, new power-ups, and play over 200 stages. Darius Comics Revelation Files are Lies to the PS4 and Switch late 2021. That's like a what do you call it? Arcade shooter. I my impressions. I did I I. Okay, the only thing I'm interested in this right now is Outriders. And I won't go into depth until I play it. Um, Sony. After that announcement, there's two announcements Sony's made. Number one, PlayStation buys Evo Fighting Game Series. Nintendo responds. Um, here's Nintendo, we'll get to Nintendo in a minute. They bought, they, they've acquired EVO Championship. Why? 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 I, seriously, the only game that I think they have on a console exclusive at this moment is Street Fighter V. But, um, yeah, it just came out of the blue. Like, nobody even knew that they were even for sale. Um, Sony Interactive Entertainment and RTS uh, eSport Ventures from Endeavor have acquired the assets and properties of the EVO series. The purchase means future EVO events are effectively Sony PlayStation events in partnerships with RTS. EVO's co-founders Tony and Tom Cannon will remain at EVO as key advisors and Sony took opportunities to announce the 2021 dates for EVO Online. Um, the event will be held digitally on August 6th through the 8th and then August 13th through the 15th. And the events will include Tekken 7, Street Fighter V Champion Edition, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, and Guilty Gear Strike. Is that it?
Oh, God. If they don't, and this is why Nintendo engaged. Nintendo has enjoyed engaging with fans at past Evo tournaments in which the show organizes the best with, oh, which the show organizes the best with their new ventures. We will continue to assess Evo and other opportunities as we plan for future online and offline Super Smash Brothers tournament activities. Oh, okay. I don't know if you guys remember. Do you remember last? I think it was last year. There was like this controversy with sexual allegations. And then a lot of people got upset at Nintendo because there was this, um, there was this, um, it was something, it was cheating, and the people got upset with Nintendo because they were using it while they were playing Smash, and the community deemed it not as a cheat, but Nintendo did because there was something involved, and I think that's why Nintendo stepped away. But, um, here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. Mortal Kombat 11, Tekken 7, and Street Fighter 5 Champion Edition? That's like three. I don't know if this is going to... I don't know. Maybe there's going to be other announcements of games coming on. Who knows? Congratulations to Sony. And, um, I'll be watching. I'll be watching. Um, and then, after that announcement, Sony showed off its new controllers for its upcoming VR headset. Now, when I first saw it, I was like, this looks good. This looks good. Some of the features. Hold on, I wanna, um... Now... The design... It's... I like the design of it. I do. Um... It has kind of like an orb shape, which will allow you to hold the controller naturally this is from the PlayStation blog um some of the features adaptive triggers each VR controller left and right include an adaptive trigger button that adds palpable tension when pressed similar to what is found in a DualSense controller if you played a PS5 game, you'll be familiar with the tensions of the L2 and R2 buttons when you press them, such as when you're drawing your bow to fire an arrow. When you take that kind of mechanics and apply it to the VR, the experience is amplified to the next level. Haptic feedback. The new controller will have the haptic feedback optimized for its form factor, making every sensation in the game world more impactful 
textures and nuance. You need to, when you're traversing through rocky deserts or trading blows and melee combat, you'll feel the difference. Magnifying the extraordinary visions and audio experience that's so central to VR. Um, Finger touch detection. The controller can detect your fingers without pressing in the areas where you place your thumbs and decks or middle fingers. This enables you to make more natural gestures with your hands during gameplay. Um, I guess it's going to have better tracking, action buttons, analog sticks. Because I'm going to do all this. Listen, here's the thing. They have it. It looks good. I think, I believe that the VR, excuse me, the VR is kind of complete. And the reason why they didn't, they haven't announced it yet is because of the software. Because when you bring this out, there isn't a lot of games out of VR. I have the original VR. I might have played that VR probably 10 to 15 times. And to be honest, I'm angry about that because that was five, that was $400 for me. But yeah, they showed it off. It looks cute. I like it. Now, for um, the Xbox Series S and X, they got five more games that have just been um, upgraded with frames per second boost. Um, That's Skyrim, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Prey, and Dishonored. I don't no. Okay. I did download the um the Skyrim, and whew, I like it. I like it a lot. I I genuinely, I am genuinely enjoying that Microsoft is continuing to do this with past games. It just, it's, it's going from 30 to 60, you know, you know, um, and it's like, it's, it's done easily for them with some, you know, clearly there's some, um, magic going on behind it, but, um, like they, they're really, they're really putting that best foot forward. And then, um, Doom Eternal, The Ancient Gods Part 2, 
it's now available for the series um, X and S. That trailer. And I, I have to give the proper mind space to, um, to play this game. Because it... Oof, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's beautiful. It's a lot. And again, for me... The reason why I like Doom, the original 2016, the reason why I like I like that story, and I feel like this story, I think they like diverted from the. I, this is just my thing, and I kind of you know hope that it's tied back. And I think with the first um expansion, it it kind of went back to the main one. So, um, yeah, that's out now, guys. And if you have, um, Game Pass, go download it. It's there for you. There's a lot of games that's on, um, Game Pass. My gosh, that, um, that service is incredible. I told you guys that, um, and uh, don't get me wrong, I think PlayStation is incredible. But I think that the advantage... Is um, it's just the game service. Oh, and there was something else that happened with the PlayStation. PlayStation um, um, Jade Raymond has started a Haven Entertainment Studio, an independent company in Montreal, that will be working on an unannounced new IP for PlayStation. Um, she announced, um, on the PlayStation blog that she wants the studio, Raymond wants this studio to create worlds where players can escape, have fun, express themselves, and find community. Um, Raymond recently left Google. Cause Stadia, child, did I not tell you guys that Stadia wasn't gonna be around? I think that Stadia is a great idea. I truly believe that. The problem is, is that in the states, the infrastructure doesn't work. You need to have like very, 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 very high um internet. What is that? Okay, fiber. Yeah, I think that's what it is. And since no one had that, there was no reason to have um stadium. None. But it was a good it was a good try. And um so she just decided that she's gonna do that. She also helped out with um titles such as Assassin's Creed and Assassin's Creed 2. Um, let's see what she does. And I think this is the, yeah, the, 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 no, this week, this week, we celebrated the one year anniversary for Animal Crossing. And I know you're like, what? Who cares? I care. I've been playing that game. 
every single day. I just love it. I don't know why. I'm honestly because on the last games I usually pay for like a good three to four months and then I just let it go. But for some reason I can't let this game go. I'm happy nonetheless. And I think that is the top stories in gaming. your top stories in pop culture. Okay, so there's two things that's oh God, there's so much, but I want to get this out the way. God, I don't feel like I'm going to rant, but follow me. So, it's been announced that um, Kanye West is now what the richest black man on earth having a total of 6.6 or 8 million billion billion um he's worth 6.8 billion dollars um congratulations Kanye you're getting a divorce and now you have a lot of money let's see how this works um A lot of people, this happened last week. Forgive me, guys. I went on that huge run. We're going to go on it again, but follow me. Um, a lot of people was complaining about what happened with Jay-Z and Tidal. And they were like, because he has sold his, his um, he has sold his, um, he has sold his majority in title to Square, which is um by Jack Dorsey, who's you know Twitter. And um he sold it for two hundred and ninety-seven million dollars. And it had a lot of people, like, you know, in their feelings because a lot of people, you know, when Jay announced title, um, oh no, that wasn't the title, um, his percent, his champagne company. Oh no, that's another um thing he sold off. Hold on, I'm reading ahead, guys. Um, this announcement came less than two weeks after Jay-Z announced that he would sell 50% of his champagne company, Armand de Bernac, known as the Ace of Spades, to Monette Hennessy Louis Vuitton amidst a downturn in entertainment industry caused by the effect. Here's the thing. 
the reason why a lot of people were upset because he sold 33% to Sprint and then he sold off the rest of it to these other companies here's the thing here's the thing and I get what they're saying I think people of color, particularly black people, are tired of when you want to get on, you ran and you you ran to black people and you told black people that you're trying to build a company for black people so they can aspire to want to do something with that you know in the future or something like that try to own something as opposed to working for someone or not being able to get the the piece of pie that you need to you ran you held that little um that little concert on title condemning the actions of these other companies preying on your culture on your you know your area of expertise and you ask black people you ask everyone to support them but we're just keeping it here you ask black people to support you now did they support you fully no because black people usually don't do that unless they are established which you would think that if you really wanted to put a dent in spotify into apple music don't go head to head with them as far as the, um, the pricing undercut them is established Spotify was established even though it was up and coming but it was established you sold those shares to Sprint and Sprint went under number one number two when you sold it to Sprint Sprint didn't do nothing with that service so why sell it to them they literally got you out of the way because why they thought of you as a threat. They thought of title as a threat. The same thing is going to happen. They're going to get rid of title. They're going to get rid of it. I say all this to say this. Black people are tired of this. They are tired of your asking them to uplift you only to sell to somebody who doesn't want them in those areas. You, Jay-Z, came up behind this. Here's the thing. The admirable thing you could have done is you should have sold it to another company of color. That's what you should have done. That's how you create legacy. But you didn't want to do that. Jay-Z was thinking about Jay-Z. 
and what Jay-Z wanted. And so, black people have the right to be upset with you right now. They have the right to be... They have the right to come at your neck. And they feel the same way with Kanye. They are tired. They are so tired of supporting you motherfuckers only for you to give it to give their heart on company. Yes, it's yours in name, but it's them because they built it up. They're tired of you giving it away to people who don't care about it. So Kanye West, you have your six point you're a billionaire now? You six a billionaire six times over in assets, not in liquid cash, guys. But um I don't know. I don't know. Then I don't know if I wanna talk about this because um this Kurt Franklin stuff. Here's the thing. Kurt Franklin's son recorded him having a conversation or an argument with his father. Um, this is how I viewed it as. Clearly, their relationship is strained. I don't know the ins and outs of their relationship, so I can't really speak on that. But his son felt the need to record that conversation. And Kurt frankly spoke to him as if he was a stranger. But then you got like, you know, a lot of Kurt Franklin fans who clearly was going to come to his side talking about honor thy mother, honor thy father. You don't honor thy mother and you don't honor thy father if there is no love there. Clearly there was no respect there from the beginning. So, why should he be respectful to his father? There's no respect there. Now, will he hit him? I don't think he would. But, he doesn't have to take that abuse. He doesn't have to take that mental abuse from his father. Just because he's Kurt Franklin. Just because he's his father. There's a difference between reprimanding someone and belittling. And he belittled him. I swear to God, if you heard that conversation, you would swear up and down that Kurt Franklin was talking to a stranger that approached him. So, no. I think that, um... And Kurt Franklin has since came out and apologized because... You know, he didn't want his coins to get touched. It's just weird that it's out in public, that his son felt the need to put it out in public. But it is out in public now. I don't think that we should be responding to it. I think that it's 
between them. But clearly, I had something to say about it. And my 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 view is is that, hey, if you want respect, you have to earn it. Mothers and fathers are not entitled to respect. They're not. They are, they are entitled to love if it's wanted. And that's pretty much all I'm going to say on it because it was a lot, a lot. Um, let's talk a little bit about the Scammies, the Grammys. I, I didn't see it. I didn't see not one bit of it. But I did see some of the um, winners. I thought that um, congratulations to Beyonce. She's the first female who won the most awards. Um, she made histories. Megan Thee Stallion, she's she stood out. She did very. Oh my God! She won so many awards. Um, her won. Thank God for that. I was the thing that pissed me off is the the the, the performance. Cardi B. Number one, that outfit wasn't flattering. Number two, you lip sync. Everyone does it, but girl, you lip sync, and you should have better. You should you should have better moves than that. You should have better moves than that. When I saw that performance, the first thing came to my mind, and I know y'all gonna come at me, but look, this is just the way I feel. When she. The first thing came to my oh my gosh, she's pregnant again. Which made me say, why are you dressed in that outfit? She's not since now that she's pregnant. I don't know, but she looked big. She looked big. And then Megan saved that. Megan saved that performance. And and to be quite honest with you, a lot of people was perplexed behind it because they was like, sweetheart, girl, this is not the venue for that. But here's the thing. The, the, the numbers came out and it sucked. Nobody watched it. I think the Grammys is supposed to be the Grammys is supposed to be the excellence, excellence in music and its craftsmanship and its writing and its production. Like, you're supposed to be on your shit. You're supposed to be on your shit. It's now since become a popular, it's, it's MTV Awards. It's the MTV Awards. It's a popularity contest. 
The fact that Taylor Swift won Album of the Year, I'm out. For Folklore? Sweetheart, how did she win Album of the Year? That album came and went in less than three months. Album of the Year? When you say Album of the Year, that means that this album has been carried every single month. What last song was out from Folklore? Seriously, I'm, I, I, I really want to know. I really want to know. Album of the year? No. Don't Jack Anton Antonov. Oh, he is so he is so fine. He is so fine to me. Mm. What else on that that show that just made me just say ugh? Cause I didn't watch it. Only watched clips of it. Do a Lupa, do a whatever her name is. It's, I, she won't be around next year. She won't be around next year. That's what I mean. It's like you should be at your best. Like your best. And when I say best, I'm talking about like. Singing should be live. Your music should be able to shine. It was so much noise. And I'm not saying because I I like Chloe and Holly. I think they have beat that now that's a bar. Her is a bar. And as far as R&B, you can come for me if you want to, but I truly believe that John Legend messed it up for um, R&B. I think that he, he set the bar so low. When, when John Legend first came out, John Legend was a beast, but he's cheapened R&B because his last album, I'm sorry, his last album phoned in. So, it's, and again, and I can't stress this enough. I don't understand why, why are you guys celebrating mediocrity? Why? I don't get it. They have their money. They have their fame. They have their fans. You have to bring your best forward. And this is why no one's paying attention to the Grammys. No one. And I don't think that Trevor Noah did a great job as host. I really don't. I think the last two we're going to talk about is Sharon Osbourne. This bitch. This Okay, first of all, we talked about her a little bit about her last week. The talk has now been on 
hot haters because they can't dare fire that woman because of her fucking behavior. And then she went on ET Entertainment tonight and um double down on her fucking statement. Trying to make herself look like the fucking victim. Bitch, if you don't get your motherfucking racist ass up out of here, because now everybody is telling on her. And Cheryl Underwood, I don't know how the hell, Cheryl Underwood is just a black comedian woman who have gotten comfortable with those checks is trying to maintain that lifestyle. That's why she ain't speak out against this stuff. Or she has sent out a statement. But it's not like... But Sharon, bitch, pack your shit and go crawl under the fucking rock that you wish you came under. I'm still angry at that half for telling Cheryl Underwood, don't you dare cry. You better not cry. If anyone should be quiet, it should be me. I feel that they betrayed me and that they attacked me. You fucking bitch. No one attacked you. You were complicit in someone's racist tirade. And instead of you sitting here and reprimanding him as any rational, logical individual would do, you decided that you was going to double down on it. Tell me if I'm wrong. So, yeah, the talk, because they won't fire that bitch. Everybody's money is funny. And on the last one, I really don't want to spend a lot of time on it because I am in my feelings about this. But that 21-year-old white man, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give this his name. He went out and murdered eight people, six Asian women, and two white people. He, this is what made me upset. Not only is this motherfucker alive. He's he since had a an interview with uh, the prosecution and the, the officers and everyone working on that bastard. We'll get on that goddamn bastard in a minute. Again, he's alive. His fucking response to everything that just happened is he was sexually frustrated. He has a sex addiction and he decided to kill these women, Asian women, because they triggered him. Help me understand this, guys. Help me understand this. Because you were horny. And you clearly, from from your perspective, you clearly only want to sleep with Asian women. You went and killed six women 
Then went across the street. Now, first of all, they killed two white people. Then he went across the street. And then he went and um killed six Asian women. This motherfucker, here's the thing. Oh, I'm so angry. Oh, my God, I'm so angry. This motherfucker confessed to this shit. Why is he alive? Then, news break. In the media, they are trying to make this motherfucking a human being. This is this is what allegedly happened. Bitch, he didn't already fucking confess to it. Then here comes this stupid punk ass, nasty ass goddamn officer. Came out and said that the boy, the fucking man, the demon. Demons do what he did. Demons. Was having a fucking hard, bad day. When I saw this, I was out in public. When I tell you, I screamed so goddamn loud. I hate the fact that news outlets and these people of authority are trying to humanize this fucking demon. You don't afford that to no other person of color. Whatever these fucking goddamn white boys or white fucking men do stupid ass shit that results in murdering of American citizens, you deem you want to humanize them. It doesn't make fucking sense. And then you sit here and you wonder why the fuck people of color suffer from so much depression. It's shit like this. It's shit like this. Asia, Asian community has been telling you guys that they have been getting attacked. Attacked by people. It spiked up. They ran to Twitter. They ran to Facebook. They ran on every social media or platform they can and told you guys, look at this shit. Do something about it. And what's been going on? Nothing. Mom's a motherfucking word. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You call people of color lazy, that they, they, they're depressed, all this spiking up and whatnot, it's because if they are constantly telling you that something is wrong, and you're constantly gaslighting them, telling them that nothing is wrong, it fucks with the logical and rational side of the brain. It almost breaks it. Because you are you're reversing it and making them seem stupid or crazy for talking about it. 
You know what's going on. You know what's going on. And you are refusing to act on it because some, it could be a pinpoint of empathy. It's so, that pinpoint of empathy for these fucking domestic white terrorists speak volumes. Here's the thing. I truly believe that most white people who are in media or even personal people, the reason why they don't want to admit as to why that there is a white terrorist group, white supremacy, white whatever, is because if there is a flaw in it, And your superiority, as you like to think, then everything that everyone's been saying is right. I don't get it. I don't get it. That dude was a white terrorist. The one who shot up, blew up that goddamn building, it's a, a terrorist. Those people, those people that they call patriots, that's called war for terrorists. Stop. Stop making, stop red pilling people of color. You're breaking people. You are destroying logical, rational minds. Just to save face, you're fucked up. It's okay to admit it. If you don't feel that this applies to you, you have to call it out. Even if it's in passing, you have to call it out. You have to say to yourself that, you know what, I may, I may not be a full-born, full-blown racist, but I, I know that there's moments that um I kind of like, you know, I sympathize with them. You shouldn't be sympathizing with these people. You really shouldn't. That dude should have been dead. He's a demon in my eyesight. And then they turned around. This is how evil, this is evil shit. This is evil shit. Then they turned around in the media, on social media, and the likes. Then they turned around 
and said maybe y'all should be more Asian get um that more Asian people get more attacked by black people. Did you see that shit? Did you see that shit? Demons and devils do that shit. Demons do that. They're trying to make two minorities fight against each other so that they can sit back and watch. Fuck off. That's diabolical shit. It didn't work, but it was it was attempted. Um, those lost souls were beautiful people. It is a shame that they were murdered. And they will receive, it's not I hope they will, they will receive justice. And they, they, they are, they were loved by their friends and their family. They were snatched from us by a fucking demon. Rot in hell, you son of a bitch. And I was talking to somebody about this. And I said to myself, and I never said this. This is just my thing. This is how angry I was. I said, I want him dead. I don't want him to go. I don't think that he's deserving of going to the judicial system. I don't. I don't. He needs to be dead. He needs to be dead. Why? Because the fact is, is, fuck, I was horny and these people tricked me. You need to be dead. That was a target attack. You need to be dead. I don't want him to have a case. I don't want him to go before a judge. I don't want him to be in front of peers to uh, a jury. I want him dead. And I want his family paid in restitution. And that's cold hearted, I know. Yes, I'm aware of it. But he needs to die. I'm sorry I'm ending on that, guys. I'm just really... I'm angry about that. And those are your top stories in pop culture.
Well, guys, it looks like this is the end of another great episode here on Cheap Thrills. Thank you for listening. I've been your host, Etheria, and I look forward to chatting with you guys next week. If you'd like to reach us via email, you can contact us at cheapthrillspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cheapthrillspodcast01.